0: Welcome back to this special episode of Barely Researched Facts. We're celebrating World Audio Drama Day and Halloween today with short stories that are sure to give you quite the start. If you missed the first story we released, check out yesterday's episode. Today's story is an inedible treat. I mean, it's indelible. Hunger is written by Shahar once again and is being performed by Vidyut Karbi. Vidyut is an actor and a writer in Bombay. You've probably seen him in a few web series over the years. Most recently, he was in Sumaki Suresh's comedy series on Amazon Prime, Pushpavali, We're nothing if not hopeless romantics. So, here's the story. Take a listen.
1: She was lounging in the bathtub reading. Her eyes drifted across each word, seeing but not imbibing. It was this relaxing feeling that she missed. Having the luxury of drifting through page after page of a book without feeling the guilt of lost time. She'd had all of today to laze in the tub and wander through her book, its recipes for hunger hers and hers alone. One hand held the book steady as the other rested on her belly below the water, slowly turning to wrinkles as she massaged her abdomen, willing it to settle. Ever so often she'd lay her head back on the towel positioned perfectly behind her head and close her eyes, still seeing the words on the page and the pages in the book on the dark side of her lids like a rolling film. It was such a comfort having her book with her, like a friend at the ready, jumping up to divert her attention from everything beyond the bathroom door and below the waterline. She had her head back, eyes closed, when he entered in a rush, bumping into the edge of the wash basin. Maybe he was just moving at his normal pace, but she was the one who'd slowed down. She opened her eyes and looked at him, Wait till you see the snowman the kids built. It's epic. Well, I'm no judge, but I'm sure you'll like it. I was thinking tomorrow we'd go to the very top of the mountain on the ski lift and watch the sunset. You know, I might not be the most appreciative of a sunset right now, or ever for that matter, But it's what people do once they're on this mountain, right? As much as I'd like to stay in and snuggle in the den, watch a movie and let you tell me whether the actress's face is good enough for her sexy voice, I'd rather just go out and get a feel of the place, you know? She let him talk. All it took was one look, right? That's what the great romantics of the past had dinned into her head. Sonnet after sonnet, book after book. One look and the communication could be infinite. She willed her pupils to dilate, to be filled with the need she felt deep in her belly. We've been holed up inside and don't get me wrong, it's been great. But there's this beautiful melting world outside. I'd love to hear in your words how beautiful. His words petered off into silence. He'd finally noticed that she hadn't moved a bit since he bumbled in and sat at the edge of the tub his hand playing with the bubbles at the very top of the many colour shot layers. His lips had been the first to react today, she decided. They relaxed into an adorable o' as he angled his head toward her, mesmerised. The hand that had been unconsciously and gracefully playing with the water as he chattered, stilled and came to rest on the edge to aid him in his sudden need for balance. Don't look at me like that, babe he managed to say between two shaky breaths. How did you know? She said, as she raised her knees in the tub and sold her feet on its porcelain floor, curling her toes almost painfully. She knew that they were a picture of disguised need. I've always known that look, and I'll always know it. The day before, yesterday, today, forever and ever. She sighed. There was nothing graceful about love. It was a vibration. It put you on edge and your senses in a tizzy. Was that delicious scent only a prompt from the look on his face? Was his face suddenly infinitely handsome because her eyes were seeing something her brain was convincing her to? People think it matters that you need to see things exactly as they are. And that if you find beauty in someone when they were in the throes of their most base instinct, you'd never lose sight of it in them. But that's all rubbish. She knew that every time was different. Every time he was handsome in a different way. Every time she came to this point, she noticed something different about him that she wanted, no, needed to have. His fingertips his knuckles, his eyes. She was sure that someday she'd want, she'd need his very breath. And what if he didn't want to give it to her then? What if she'd exhausted his reservoir of love by then? She knew that he loved her, but it wasn't enough. She also knew she'd ask for more, demand more. And even if he gave her her heart's desire today, doubt would still tinge her demand tomorrow. Her thoughts unsettled her, physically. She rose quickly and the water sluiced off her body in a hurry, almost apologetically it seemed, momentarily blurring her outline. Her voice turned to its huskiest as she managed to groan and fall into his waiting arms. She raised her lips to his earlobe, barely touching his skin as she managed to intone, I'm hungry. The last syllables were slurred by her sheer need, and she didn't think she could wait any longer. Your lips, my love, they're perfect. I've never noticed until this very moment. A cheeky smile played on the objects of her desire as he said, Well then, you must have them. Have your fill, my love. She didn't hesitate for an instant and launched herself at him. What more could you want from a love? To fill your every need, to sate your every hunger. You don't understand, she sobbed between clumsy mouthfuls of his lips. I have to. You don't understand. I want to, he said. Yesterday it had been his eyes. Yesterday she had wanted to have those eyes belong to her and he'd obliged. She had wanted to revel in those eyes. She'd wanted to see what they saw. Because eyes that restless and hungry to see really didn't need rose-tinted glasses to look at the world, did they? They saw everything and knew that it was molten and changing. Glacier slow but changing all the same. She'd wanted to see through them and then point her face toward the sky and revel in it. The real sky. translucent. Transparent, not the blue imposter people sighed over. Without a moment's hesitation, he'd let her raise her perfectly manicured fingers to his face, resting her thumbs on his cheekbones to gain purchase. Her slender fingers slipped under his lids and behind, into his skull, groping, gouging, grasping before wrenching them from the very root in one fell swoop. He'd never stop looking at her, Even when his eyes weren't his own anymore, he'd kept his entire being angled toward her, to watch her devour them, one by one, with gory relish.
0: Thank you for being with us for this very fun to put together episode. Let us know what you thought and if you'd like more stuff like this. You can write into us at hi at artnadas.in or DM us on Instagram where barely research facts. If you like the work we do, do consider rating and reviewing us on Apple or Spotify if you're catching this on either listening platform. And we will see you next time. Bye!